Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sarah and Adam Show. Sarah, how are you today? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> um, I'm good. I forgot what I was supposed to say, so I just uh, passed the buck a little bit. <laughs> I was going to say, I was a... You just looked like you completely froze. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it wasn't even a technical issue this time. No. <laughs> I was just like, all right, I guess I'll panic. <laughs> panic you did. <laughs> and, and thus I began, said panicking. Uh, yep. Uh, so, yeah, there's, we, we got a lot to cover tonight. Um, mm -hmm. Do you want to go over? We're going to go do news and then what what shows are we doing tonight? Um, we are Today. going to do House of the Dragon and Rings of Power, just because we ran out of time for She-Hulk. Yeah, we'll cover a couple double She-Hulk next time. Mm -hmm. Real quick, you saw She-Hulk, right? I did. Was it good? It was okay. It had its, it had some pretty humorous moments. Okay, uh, out of ten, get just give us an arbitrary rating. So I haven't seen it. It's six, my fault. She was she was being kind, but six and a half. And the rest of them have been like what to you? The first two episodes were probably higher. I'd probably put them like in between seven and eight, and then the rest of them have felt like a six and a half recently. Still engaging and entertaining but not like oh my gosh that was so good <clears throat> yeah exactly okay that's fair um yeah so we'll cover that uh we got some news though do you want to is there anything you, that stands out to you on this list you want to announce on this list oh well like the sad news is that bad batch got pushed back <laughs> are you gonna say sad batch sad batch Sad Batch arrives in January now. Man, they needed to, though. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm sad, too. And everyone I've talked to, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I come from a whole, like, every pun, everyone I talk to is like, yeah, Star Wars, yay, Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And so, like, Bad Batch, uh, you know, either, it, like, they come in two varieties, I guess. They're, they're people who are like, no, nah, man, I, I don't watch cartoons. And then, like, some of the people I talk to, and I'm like, okay, I don't want to talk to you about this anyways. Um <laughs> because well, I'm like so like you won't watch South Park I mean like anyways mm -hmm. so Bad Batch uh, but or, or everyone else is like yeah man that's devastating and I'm like you know what I needed this they did this for me well because there's too many shows like I, I love all of the stuff that's going on it's it's like um it's like a renaissance right now it is a lot of her or something. I don't know. Renaissance maybe is the right word, but like it's, it's like the golden age of TV. I think someone described it as it. And I like it. Like there's the dragon show and the rings show and there's going to be the rogue one show. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. So I, I get it, but it, like I feel like all the way to January. That's so far. I know. Well, so part of that, I'm guessing, is that they're also, they just announced that Tales of the Jedi, mm -hmm. which is six episodes total, which is like two story arcs or something, mm -hmm. um, is releasing on October 26th, which is 
I, I knew that it was kind of in production. I didn't know much about it. And I did not realize we were this close to it. Yeah, I didn't realize we were. I was actually surprised by that when they, I, I think it was a trailer that they dropped or whatever for it at D23. Yeah. And I was surprised. Yeah, and it shows Dooku. Mm-hmm. Like a, a younger Dooku. And I think it has Yaddle in it too. Oh, does it? I missed that. Do you know who Yaddle is? Yeah, isn't that like another version of Yoda? A version? <laughs> yeah, just like no, like I should say a, you're another version. This... You're another version of me. Sure, <laughs> like same same species as Yoda and Grogu. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I was pleasantly surprised by that trailer. Yeah. And how soon it is? Well, it looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to. I want to see Dooku like young dooku that that's a really interesting story like i i did i don't know if you've listened like so there's this um uh an audio exclusive thing it's like an audio drama that they did for dooku like they wrote a story exclusively for audible yeah i think i think i don't know if it's but but it's just voice actors that's all it is Mm -hmm. and and so there's there's no like script to it you can't like go out and buy the book Mm -hmm. uh you know but i got it on audible and i listened to it uh, you know and it kind of goes through dooku's life and everything um it was interesting enough i just it's hard to follow sometimes yeah i listened to that one too oh did you okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i agree it was interesting it was harder to follow sometimes i like it though when it's like a cast of voice actors um I liked the idea of it. The execution for me, mm-hmm. but I also just wasn't, I didn't know what to expect and it kind of surprised me. So maybe I, I would like it better if I tried to do it again. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I felt like the execution was a little bit lacking. Sometimes I was like, so what's going on? Like they use, they, they try to use like dialogue to explain more than, you know, but but like the dialogue was sometimes just really not, not super clear. Um, like you're trying to save someone, I think yeah like stuck i don't know but it was it was cool to get more of his uh backstory yeah so if he's in this and it's a younger version yeah that'll be interesting yes ma'am um yep so so yeah bad batch pushed back tales of the jedi pushed forward apparently Mm -hmm. um let's see so the, the the actor for Ezra in the Ahsoka show uh, has finally been announced, and I don't know who this guy is, Iman S. Fondi, which mm-hmm. he looks just like Ezra, actually. Um, he, he does. And I don't know anything about him. I'm, I have to say I'm disappointed because I thought that the guy who played Aladdin in yeah. the live action. There was there were rumors that he. So I wonder yeah. if he was in talks for it and if. Like it just wasn't finalized and they were talking to multiple people or what the deal was. But there were a lot of rumors that it was going to be him. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed in that. Well, because also I know that that guy is a good actor. Like I like Tim in Aladdin. So, you know, for me, it was like comfort zone issue as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I'm sure I'm sure this guy will do. I I haven't seen anything that he's in. So I'm, I'm not familiar with him either. But I am very curious man um sabine looks just like like the actress for sabine looks just like sabine yeah and now the actress for ezra looks just like ezra Mm -hmm. 
They're doing a good job with casting, I will say. Yeah, and whoever they get for Chopper, I'm sure will look just like Chopper. <laughs> so I'm just wondering who they're going to pick for Zeb. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Chopper. I know. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. And then they had another trailer, or no, I shouldn't say another, but a trailer for Willow come out, too, because that's supposed to start November 30th. I feel like there was a bunch at their D23. Yeah, well, yeah, the D23 convention had a lot. That's why we're going Star Wars heavy. Well, also mm-hmm. because I pay attention to Star Wars news and I don't care about the rest. So That sounds accurate. You know, and I care about Lord of the Rings, too. I'll, I'll pay attention to that. But mm-hmm. all the news right now is just the show and all the stupid people who are like, hey, let's get political about it and just like get all of our viewers to downvote it just because we want to make a point. It's very right. silly. I I struggle with that a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but so Willow and um, assuming there's no other like really compelling shows going on that require our attention, probably something we'll cover. Yeah, I think so. I was trying to remember off the top of my head what else was going to be airing around that time. Um, and I can't, so... Yeah, depending on how many episodes, it might overlap a little with Bad Batch or mm-hmm, that's true. Tales of the Jedi, maybe. Mm-hmm. Very true. Um, yeah, so it's a show, not a not a movie. Um, looks okay. Warwick Davis looks young as ever. Actually, looks pretty spry and good to go. Mm-hmm. It'll be it'll be fun, I think. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I, I thought this was fun because, I don't know, I just hadn't seen it. The, there's this Tales of the, or, sorry, there's Young Jedi Adventures that is, that's coming out. And it's being billed as like the first uh, show for only toddlers. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it. It's built for toddlers. Something like, oh, here, let me read the, the little, the official synopsis. The first full-length animated Star Wars series created for okay, for preschoolers, not okay. toddlers. Okay. Still early still grade young. schoolers. Yeah. Early grade schoolers and their families. These original stories will follow younglings as they are swept off into adventures. As as noted by the name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> True. Um and start their journeys on the path to becoming Jedi Knights, learning valuable skills for our galaxy or galaxy and the galaxy far far away the jedi in training will tackle topics of compassion self-discipline teamwork patience and friendship hmm yeah toddlers is a little extreme actually my kid's not a toddler anymore um but he is a preschooler so i'm excited to watch it with him and all the all the characters are real cute they have the huge eyes you know yeah yeah that's what that's what makes animated kids cute his huge eyes <laughs> perfect like like go go watch uh despicable me mm-hmm. and te- and tell me that her the littlest girl's huge eyes don't make her super cute that's just fair. how it works that's fair i uh, i mean i knew it was uh for kids the show the young jedi adventures i didn't realize it was preschoolers i guess i probably should have put two and two together Oh, it looks fun. like if it's well executed, it, it could be something I could enjoy, anyways. But mm-hmm. 
like so this is the show that people should be like i don't watch i don't watch cartoons i'd be like okay like you're you're probably too old for this <laughs> this show that's fine that one would be acceptable right mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the bad batch things they're like i don't i'm like all right oh if you if you think you're too cool for something fun and good then i guess so be it so be it hmm. um and i think that's all the news yeah we, we didn't miss a single thing yep all right yep. what do you want to talk about first let's talk about house of the dragon okay because sex, sex of the dragon basically that's basically. what this whole episode was is just like it's just fun, like uh, whatever i i don't i told you I fully was like, there's a lot. No, I, I wasn't like, no, there's not. No, I know. Like, I, I, I don't believe you, Sarah. Like, <laughs> there was nothing, none of that. <laughs> but it was, so, I, don't, I don't know. I just felt so like blah, this episode. I thought I actually was, um, okay, so going into it, you know, I, I've, I have a well, um, I don't know, well, well stated, um, like well known uh, thing at, at this point, you know, like the, all the gratuitous nudity in the uh, old Game of Thrones show, at least in the early episodes, but when I stopped watching it, um, was, you know, like the, that, that stuff is distracting to the point of making the narrative have a lot less value to me, at mm-hmm. least, um, you know, that's on a personal level, but like, that's something that, in my opinion, is not a necessary uh, element uh, to to showing a good, uh, to telling a good story. Like it, it can happen. I don't like look down on people who want who want that. I just um, a lot of times I'll choose to look elsewhere because it's distracting and uh, you know it, it really dilutes the story. I, I thought this actually had some value to it. In fact, it. It does tie into the story and, like, specifically with the episode and what they were saying. Um, I think, I don't know, maybe I just, like, kind of lulled myself into this false sense of being like, okay, like, we're following into, we're following into the storyline here and things are going to push forward and we're good to go. There's, certain, there's certainly a lot of pushing. Uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, so, like, you said exactly what you said where you find it distracting and we've had conversations about this where um i don't necessarily need it it doesn't bother me as much but even when i like for this this episode when they walk into this like brothel or whatever you want to call it the pleasure um, house yeah. yeah i was like oh okay and then we're still there and i'm like okay we're just gonna hang out like even for me i was like this is like I, I got it. It was part of the storyline. I was like, okay, it's still a lot. Yeah, you can. So, oh, yeah, like, all right. They, they go through, and there's you know like topless people. There's people going down on each other. There's people doing all this stuff with each other. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, I, I'm really, I'm not a prude. Like I, I don't. It's, it's not that. It's just like my. It's I have this distaste for for that level of distraction of like what are you trying to push on me? Like, what are you trying to sell here? Cause mm-hmm. you know, and so the first few things I'm like, all right, you're, you've established it. Like we, we've seen some stuff. I, I don't, 
you know, I don't need to see more boobs. And then they're like, oh, here's some more and some more and more and more. And like, <laughs> there, there, there was just like, it kept going. And I'm like, how deep does this brothel go? Like, they just keep like walking, Pat. Like, I was like, this is a huge building. This is a huge they're in. building. <laughs> like, they just keep walking. I'm like, how many rooms do you, but, you know. Yeah. And then... Yeah, like I, I don't, I didn't think they needed quite that much. Like you can establish it, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Use a little nudity if you need to, and then move on. And then, honestly, I is uncomfortable, but I, I was like okay with her and her uncle's scene. Like not, not like in like a, oh yeah, that's that's awesome. It's it was just like, like it was uncomfortable because you couldn't tell exactly what was going on and what her thoughts were what his mm-hmm. thoughts were like it, it just seemed a little too i don't know it yeah it was just very awkward yeah i was like but this it, is it, not yeah in a way the awkwardness made it better actually i thought yeah yeah i would agree with that um and it it just like i don't know I just felt so uncomfortable the whole time. And I was like, this is going to be real bad all around. Like whatever happens after this is just going to be bad. Uh, Doesn't matter if this is a good thing or bad thing. It's all just going to be bad. Hmm. So I don't know. This whole episode though, I was kind of like, where, where are we going? It just seemed like more uh, bickering, more of a pissing contest, more. I will say uh it was pretty funny i shouldn't say funny but Mm -hmm. um damon just really seems to like stick to his smugness type of persona and like that's his character and it is very hilarious to see that he like you know, left and, or was exiled or whatever you want to call it. And then came back. Cause he's like, yeah, I, I took down the crab, the crab army, dude. And I'm the back. Crab army, dude. Yeah. The crab <laughs> army, dude. I took him down by myself, by the way. Cause you know, I was insulted by your letter and, um, comes back and then has this whole thing happen and then promptly gets kicked out again. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> shortest shortest welcome back ever it was i thought it was funny though yeah you're right you're right that was funny um yeah uh, there, there's a lot of a lot of concepts here that you know in, in play like she so okay but here's here's the my the thing of interest to me the most mm-hmm. out of all of this actually is all right, so you watch the show, and then do you do you always watch the the like end cap part where they talk about um, like it, it's like a discussion on this is what we were trying to do with the show, like the you know the actor talks about her you know or their elements to it, the the directors are talking about things. Um, I don't only because I watch it on Crave, which is basically like Canada's streaming version of uh, HBO Max. And, uh, so I just watched the episode and then that's it. So I haven't even well, gone it was part looking. of the episode. I thought, uh, it's not on crave. Okay. Well, cause I just keep watching and it just keep like, that's part of the total 
uh, length of the show. Yes, it's not on 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 the Crave app. So I don't know if it's on a separate part and I just haven't found it. Um, hmm. I also don't know. I mean, I'd have to look into it. I'm assuming it's like if I were to PVR it or something off of my cable, then I could probably watch it that way. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Well, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, it'll be a little bit lost then. And like, we can't have like a, a crazy in-depth discussion, but uh, so that they go through and they kind of just talk about the key plot elements of what they're thinking. And uh, like, it's kind of nice actually to hear their thoughts on, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is why we chose to do this. This is why we chose to do this. And uh, so tell me if you got that, like, I didn't quite know exactly what had happened with Renary's and uh, her uncle. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't make it super obvious, to, to, at least to me. Um, but then they were like, oh yeah, well, he couldn't get it up. Right. And it's not obvious. I didn't pick that up until they kind of like told me it kind of. Yeah. Because when you're watching that scene, like, I don't, I don't know um, for you, but like for me, I was like, this is awkward. This is really uncomfortable. And then, you know, he, he runs off or whatever. And I was like, does he just get like, is it just like a guilty conscious type thing? Like what's going on here? Um, Right. Yeah. Cause it's not clear at all. Yeah, so so they told told us that, mm-hmm. um, and and I was like, okay, I mean, good information to have. I didn't catch that. Maybe I'm just oblivious. Um, but I thought, you know, like maybe it was guilt. Maybe it was a lack of interest somehow. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, this isn't actually what I wanted. Like I don't care. Or maybe you know, and and then they they go on to explain that he had just come to King's Landing to like basically get back at his brother and spite him. Right. And I guess you can see that, but like all these things are non-obvious. Um, and then they go on to say, okay, so eventually, you know, so someone sees them like, you know, mm-hmm. doing their thing. And they, you know, they talk about Otto's, you know, like eventual dismissal and everything. And they're like, and eventually the King does the right thing and has him dismissed. And like the, oh. the producer, the the director, one of the people, the guy's like, um, and eventually that's what he tells us. He, the king does the right thing and has him dismissed. That's an so interesting have, choice of words. Right. I mean, it might have been a little bit different, but it's basically that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, like he makes the right decision. He does the right, like he has him dismissed uh, because you know he's he can't be trusted and stuff. And like he makes the whole argument, and I was like, I feel like they're telling me how I should feel about this show. Mm-hmm. Like the in a way, in a way, the the end cap, it, it does give good information, and I like the insights. At the same time, in a way, they're just like, "Yep, and this is what you should believe. You should believe that it's a good thing that the hand was dismissed." Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I I, and, can, I can totally see what you mean too, because we're you're you're kind of getting this opinion that's going to i don't want to say like sway you but it's almost like an unfair thing because they they obviously have more knowledge than the viewer base does at this point like they know the whole season they they theoretically know like further storylines or further arcs um and what they're planning on doing so they could know if they're setting up something for the next season and this season like all that kind of stuff so it's almost like intentional um 
I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but there's a little well, bit like of a bias. Of, right. Well, they're kind of leading us by the nose a little bit. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so we made a good decision. Are we supposed to believe that now he's becoming a better king? And right. so the, in the next episode, they build on that and they build on that. But it's a little bit, in my opinion, a little flimsy if they have to spell these things out for us in the post uh, episode interviews. Mm-hmm. And like if things aren't just obvious to us, like I wasn't quite sure, honestly, if they wanted us to like that Hightower was dismissed. Like he seems pretty loyal in a lot of ways, but at the same time, he did see it. It's like, well, I, I don't know. Like he's clearly ambitious. He's clearly got some things going on. Um, I wasn't sure it was, I was conflicted until they told me. And then I was like, oh, okay. So it's good. He's kind of being villainous actually. And they tell us that he's being villainous, We, but they don't, they only tell us the King's version and the version of if he's being villainous or not. Mm-hmm. They, they don't tell us if he's, um, yeah, they, they don't. Yeah, the, in the show they don't say he's definitively villainous until we get to the end cap, the that that end part where they're like, yeah, he's a villain, he's bad. Like they dismiss him, that's good. Right, right. I'm like, oh, that removes all doubt. Like that's not a gray area anymore. I mean, I don't know. I feel like he was kind of a gray area for me in general. Just mm-hmm. like I didn't really think he was good. It's kind of leaning towards him being kind of a asshole, to be honest. It could, it could. I mean, I wasn't sure. I. I also just don't get good vibes from Allison. No, I feel no. like she's she's kind of genuine. Is how I feel. I I feel like she is gonna do some shady things. I think she's going to. Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like that's what they're setting her up for is to do some stuff that you're just not going to enjoy. Oh yeah, so I I think what they're doing, they're going to set it up so that she's like, all right, I don't have any friends really. Um, I'm just gonna take matters into my own hands and start plotting on my own because mm-hmm. screw you guys. Like, just me me being buddy buddy with the king doesn't get me anything. Right. Like it, get, it gets me pregnant all the time. Yeah. You know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, I will say it was a nice contrast to have, like, it was really good editing and just a nice contrast in general from the brothel scene to have the sex scenes with her and the king and then our town and her guard. Um, I thought those were well done. (laughs) Her guard, that's so... I know. so dismissive. I can't remember his name. Um... Sir, we'll just call him Sir Guard. That's fine. Sir Guard. And, but it was just a nice <laughs> contrast to have it like them going back and forth yeah. between the two because you could see that like Allison was just like a dead fish in the water, basically. Yeah, she's just like, Meh. this is my job. I'm going to suck it up. And then, you know, you have this, this other aspect of it. Um, so that was really well done. And I thought that also right. added to the storyline. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that was good. And they, so, okay, yeah, that, that was fine. Honestly, I didn't have an issue with that. Yeah. Because the craft of it was really good. Like, they actually did, and, and then it was, maybe there was, there was a little bit of nudity, but not, it was almost like that wasn't the point, though. It wasn't like maybe it would turn you on a little. I, I don't know, but 
I felt like they were making a point of like one of them is you know like discovering mm-hmm. discovering this this aspect of the human you know condition and uh, you know like embracing it and the other one is like oh I've discovered it I don't like it right exactly this is what I have to do <laughs> to to be in this position or this role right oh yeah I I thought that scene was actually that's why this episode I was like yes there was way more of that Mm -hmm. in this episode than any of the others but I didn't think it was all bad I thought that there was a lot of like good points and then I I thought it was an interesting thing when he said when Viserys the king said Mm -hmm. uh like they both they both had the blood of the dragon they're both like chaotic and restless or something like that like like he just expects everyone from his family to just be crazy Right, you know, to to just be erratic and, you know, be a handful, kind mm-hmm. of. I mean, they're all Targaryens, so. Oh, so here's another interesting thing. They it in the end cap they said that Sir Kristen Cole, I think that's Sir Sir Guard. Oh, okay. Um, yep. <laughs> I just I just pulled that name out of out of nowhere, but my memory's awesome like that sometimes. I'm like, okay, you'd remember things when I want you to, uh, but. <laughs> Like Only Sir when Gard. you're shaming me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, but but so they um apparently he's taken a vow of chastity. Oh. And they didn't I had no idea. That I that, had no idea. So he broke his oath. I did not know that. Is that like a, a thing that they always do, or is that just like a him thing? Uh, it sounded like all the guards have that. All of the oh. the house guards or king's guard whatever they're called i completely missed that then yeah oh yeah i didn't i didn't know i'm like oh it would make more sense that he's a little reluctant right i mean not to mention like you'd think that someone would come and check on him because he's the only guard there and he's just going to be missed and there's like one real obvious place he might be right especially if he's missing you would need to if you're the guy checking on the guard to the princess the next logical thing is, okay, the guard is missing. You don't necessarily say, well, he's having sex with her. Right. But you th- you have to think. Where is she? It, is she safe? Yeah. yeah. Is she okay? Yeah, for and sure. You, and, and then you you open the door. You're like, um, safe-ish. <laughs> Okay-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Better than Allison, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, but I thought this whole episode, aside from that, was just, like, to me, felt like furthering kind of Damon's, like, chaotic personality uh, and smugness. And then also kind of, like, fueling forward Art Town's um, personality of just kind of, like, doing what she wants and, you know what Viserys says or whoever be damned she's gonna do what she wants to do yeah uh, yeah I mean and that that kind of just plays into her dragon's blood of the dragon thing yeah um <clears throat> I I actually the very first scene was it kind of cracked me up a little bit actually um and was a little bit off-putting so I could just imagine you know like going going through an interview and you're all nervous and stuff but instead mm-hmm. of like an interview 
just behind closed doors with just like the people who you're trying to get a job from, like just a job interview, Mm -hmm. you know, instead. So I was in a situation once where um, shady as hell, just I don't know what was going on. And I ended up just like leaving and didn't want any calls back from them. But um, so they call me in to interview and they also call someone else in. And I'm like, oh, they're like, we're going to go to separate rooms. No, we sat together in the interview office and we interviewed against each other kind of yeah that's that's so weird and toxic so so like the guy next to me was saying this and then i was like oh i I guess i could one up him here well i did that like oh it it was that i i it was so uncomfortable but but yeah like it was i went through that and then i i left Mm because it was it was shady as hell there was a lot of weird stuff going on um I, i don't need to get into that whole story but yeah, it, it, I got the interview and I was, so this felt a little bit like that though, because there's a long line of dudes mm-hmm. and they're all like interviewing her for her hand. They're like, yeah. hey, will you marry me? Like, here's, you know, here's the things I can offer. Here's, here's the stuff. Here's my resume. <laughs> seriously and he stops for a minute he's like one minute and he goes pours a glass of wine he's like okay all right where was i yeah and and then you have like heckling from the crowd sometimes Mm -hmm. and it's just like so awkward like you're interviewing to marry someone in front of a crowd it's so weird it's just the whole and then and then i was like how does a kingdom function when someone's just like when people just heckle each other and then they draw swords and one of them kills he kills the other and they're like right. nobles like like and no one cares they're just like oh whatever like that happened. Guess, I'll, guess i'll have to get so-and-so to get me another heir right that might Ugh. just die died to dueling again apparently like um okay so remind me you have not read the prequel you just watched that that video that kind of was like a synopsis Right, and it's slowly just like completely fading from my mind. Okay, because mm-hmm. um, I feel like like maybe they're setting up this with this storyline in general from this episode specifically. I feel like they're setting Rhaenyra's up to not be married and to be her own like individual person and not like follow in the things that you are quote-unquote supposed to do hmm um so i remember a couple key things about that video still that Mm -hmm. haven't happened and none of those i I don't remember if she gets married actually um that's just like the vibe i'm getting but yeah there's a few things that haven't happened that wouldn't refute that right just based off like what's happened so far and then this whole episode with her not hmm. really caring and then also just blatantly lying about what she was up to. Um, oh, so here's the interesting thing. Then the actress at the end cap said, mm-hmm. well, she didn't technically lie. She didn't actually lie. Right. I mean, f- fair. Yeah. It's a gray but, area. But I feel like she was pretty deceitful there. Like I, it, oh, I, I, don't, I, like, I agree with you. I don't like the word lie because that that's 
there's there's just too much weirdness with that. I, I like deceit. Like you're mm-hmm. attempting to deceive someone. Yeah, she's being intentionally deceptive. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm also curious if they're going to stick to this or not. And I don't know if I should even mention this, but in Game of Thrones, in one of the episodes, there is a and I was reading this this week and I thought it was interesting there is an episode where Joffrey is telling um I believe it's Marjorie what happened to Rhaenyra's Targaryen and I'm curious if they're going to stick to that or not like if if what he says is accurate to the history and then if that's where the show is going to go oh what does he say so he says uh, in the episode, and and also like this is something that I also was thinking of is Joffrey was also known for not being entirely truthful, um, and a little bit of known a... for known for being the most dickish character ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so you know he might not have the story right anyway and could just be lying, but he says in it that she was killed by her brother's dragon, like the dragon ate her. Um, I think he says like in front of her brother or something like that. So curious if that's what's going to happen. Seems a little awful. Yeah. Doesn't it? But that that also does seem like something Joffrey would lie about. Right. Just to be like all boastful. Cause, and like, he does say like her, her remains are in this crypt or whatever. So he could just be boasting. Mm. And also just being extra um, violent for his own sake because he was pretty violent. He was gratuitously violent himself. He was was gratuitously violent. Um, So I'm just curious if that's actually accurate and if they're going to go with that. I mean, and it does make sense as this is all about the downfall of the Targaryens and how they kind of fall apart. Yeah. And that does sort of work that your own brother would kill you well yeah so we, we're gonna need that that'll be in future seasons when mm-hmm. they swap out the actress and she's a little older and like her, her brother's still um real little her half brother yeah. or whatever super tiny um, yeah like he's not gonna kill her yeah so i guess we'll see but i don't know i don't know if i i this probably wasn't my favorite episode I want to see more dragons. They, they seem yeah. really well. They're really well done. And it's like she started off flying them and the, you know, like the the fire, the she's like Dracarys and he mm-hmm. breathes fire. Like it, it was cool. And they keep alluding to like, that's why you're powerful. Like you don't even need anyone. You just have dragons. Mm-hmm. And there's no, like so far, there's no actual, like in the show, there's no textual evidence of Viserys actually commanding dragons himself anyways. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's so far just been Damon and Rhaenyra's. Right. We haven't seen anything from from him. I, I would like to see, like, because otherwise, if that's his only claim to fame mm-hmm. and we haven't seen him, I, it would just be nice. Like, I, I believe it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess. I, I just, we don't, we don't know yet. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I will, I will also say I um getting really attached to the actress that plays Rhaenyra's right now so I'm kind of 
dreading the jump forward in time when the actresses change when they're older. Mm. But not that I think that they will do a bad job or anything with that, just because, you know, I'm in my comfort zone with her. I haven't decided if I like any of the characters yet. That's fair. I just like the, I just think the actress does a good job. I think, I think I like Lord Corliss the best, which is like, <laughs> why do I like him the best? I don't know. But uh, I, I feel like I can relate to him on some levels. I'm like, all right, I'm going to like go through the, like, I'm going to try to do the right thing. We're going to go through the right channels mm-hmm. to get, to get this thing done. And like, he, he, you know, he was up front of to the king. He's like, yeah, let's join houses. This will be good. Like we're going to, and then the king's like, you know what? Like, I'm going to dismiss. Like, he just keeps getting dismissed and getting dismissed and getting dismissed. And then he did exactly what I would do in a lot of situations. I'm just like, you know what? I'm done playing by the rules. And sometimes it's going to bite me and sometimes not. But I am I am done with that. Like, where the official channels don't work, I'm going to circumvent it. And he just goes to war. Yeah. Like, I, I think I like that. Um Otherwise, there's a lot to dislike about a lot of the characters, <laughs> frankly. Yeah, I, f- I feel like that's probably going to be a theme. Fair. Okay, so who's the most sus? Oh, <laughs> other than <laughs> Allison? Oh, you think she's the most sus? I just I just got a bad vibe from her. I don't know. I just don't. Okay. Someone's not sitting right about her. Yeah, um... I think Renera is, is a little bit like, what's she gonna do? What what? She just she seems like she just has a bad attitude and just doesn't like. Mm-hmm. She didn't care. Like she went and saw like the people doing the little mummers play of of like you know trying to discuss the political and she just yeah. didn't get she didn't get the political aspect of it and her uncle had to explain it and she is old at this point like she's in her twenties for sure. Mm-hmm. And for for someone who's the heir to the kingdom to not understand how the common people feel or might feel, mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, bad things have happened. You lost your mom. You're like, you're a constant threat of losing your job, your title as heir. You know, like, you're not allowed to marry who you want. Like, sure, but like, maybe don't also like just be ignorant. Right. Yeah. Like, I think I, it just shows that she's probably pretty sheltered in terms of how she thinks things are. Well, yeah, I, I want her, like, if, if you're going to make someone an heir to your throne, to your kingdom, like, teach them then. Mm-hmm. And she's not, and I, so maybe she's not sus as much, but I'm like, she makes a knight break his vow, mm-hmm. even though we're not, we don't technically know that just by watching the show. Like, that's apparently what happened. Like, she's... She's letting life happen to her, and I'm I'm afraid that she and then she, sometimes she t- she'll take the reins, and I'm worried what's going to happen when she does because she doesn't know crap. It's going to be chaos. Yeah, and she just like leaves this big tour that she's supposed to be going on. Maybe she is the the start of the downfall for the Targaryens and not Daemon. And we're just supposed to think I, it's Daemon because he's so smug and chaotic already. I think she's more dangerous than him. I think he's a known quantity. They're like, yeah, asshole's going to asshole. Right. But but like. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but but like Dana, or but, but Renary's is like, I don't know what she's going to do. Like, she's just, she's crazy. It's almost so. like he's like a distraction and she can just go in the background there and cause havoc and then all of a sudden be like i don't know why this house exploded 
Yeah. I don't know why my dragon is, you know, picking bones out of its teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know where my little brother is. No. <laughs> Small bones getting picked out of its teeth. <laughs> That's so uh, dark. Holy uh... shit. <laughs> Sorry. Um. I think we were going to go there this episode. Like, <laughs> there might be some interesting discussions with all the sex stuff, but no, not that. <laughs> uh, that's probably a good point mm. to move on now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, we're like amazed at our audacity here. Um, <laughs> let's, let's move to, let's move to Lord of the Rings. Do you, do you have any more uh, comments about, dragon show i feel like i shouldn't be allowed to say anything else (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was dark i'll Uh, I'll have to reevaluate our friendship after this but (laughs) put that aside no (laughs) i'm kidding (laughs) i mean i i started it anyways so (laughs) yeah yeah i just crossed the line anyway moving on (laughs) yeah yeah all right no we're, we're good yeah, I, I actually, this, this episode was more interesting to me than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll also say that, uh, okay, so for for maybe both of our uh, shows, I don't know what the deal is with perpetually burning torches. Right, where you just like walk, they walk into like a, a different area and the torches are already going like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they're just lit and you're like, they've probably been lit for years. Mm-hmm. I noticed that in in Rings of Power today. I was like, huh, that's a lot of fire. Yeah, there's just like things that are on fire forever Mm -hmm. uh, in both of them. Like, I guess it's possible that our train got, um, you know, her uncle lit all of the ones, the braziers and stuff on the path to, but, but also maybe not. Who knows? I don't know. There, there was, there was a lot of instances of just like, Come on, guys. How long has that been burning for real? Right. Like, who, who, who maintains that light at this point? That. Imagine if that was your job. Yeah, you're like, I don't know. Like, my, my dad taught me that we always fill this one up. So I always do. Mm-hmm. Like, we just keep wasting oil. We could, we could, you know, like, no one uses this part of the city ever. Oh, hey, look, except for this one random princess who wandered out for a minute. Yeah. Like for the first time ever, she's like, oh, I didn't know there was a a secret passageway in my room. (laughs) I didn't know this happened. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, uh, yeah. So the same thing in, in uh, the rings of power, Mm -hmm. like the dwarves have like, just everything's lit, lit up. That's cool. All right. I was just more, I don't know. I saw them and in rings of power specifically, I was like, how is that fire not traveling anywhere else? I feel like there's a lot of flammable objects nearby that mm. it could jump to real easily. I'll, I'll be honest. Like uh, every time I see a show where someone's like reading by candlelight mm-hmm. and they're like holding it kind of close to the flames, I'm like, how many houses have, like, and the candles are just like there's no like candle guard like they could just like accidentally like there's a spider and they're like oh, oh, and like flail you know and mm-hmm. like and like knock it over and like oh another castle burned down <laughs> freaking spiders <laughs> not a dragon this time uh <laughs> yeah yeah uh but 
so beyond beyond ever burning mm-hmm. flames which i feel like okay like we can i can accept that as mm-hmm. like they need they need lighting from something and they need it to look somewhat authentic that's that's not like a deal breaker in any of the shows right. frankly um but what what are your thoughts on rings of power what is did you like this one better worse uh than the others curious um so when it first started, I was like, okay, this feels slower than last week's. Um, so I was just kind of like hanging in there and watching it. Uh, but it did it did get to some really good stuff that I thought was was interesting. And it did like keep me hooked. And now I'm, I definitely want to know what the heck is going on. Um, so I think this was a good episode in terms of... I don't want to use like that cliched phrase of like having the inciting force, but it really felt like things are starting to move now. And it feels like everyone is starting to, I don't even want to say converge and meet up because they're not I don't think they're going to, but you can kind of see where everything is moving. um, And that like the big bad is coming. Right. So I think it was good in that sense. It took, I think it took a while to get there, but I I feel like a lot of it was just like explaining what was going on. Like a lot of it was backstory and, you know, like they were talking about Numenor and not trusting the elves and you could see this whole, um, uh, what's the word, the phrase I'm looking for? It was almost like it was this, uh, like community and they had this common thread of Numenor doesn't fall. It's, it's just going to be here. Numenor is always going to be here unless Numenor falls by itself. Like it's not going to fall on back. Like elves aren't going to come and make it fall or, or whatever. Um, and they don't want to work with anyone. And like, all like you can kind of see this like common, uh, thread through all of them that that was what was happening and there was this really strong mistrust and I think you needed to see that in order to fully understand what was happening with Galadriel and the queen and them butting heads and then finally at the end working together um it just felt like it took a while but again like I think you needed it I just wish it had happened a little bit faster yeah am I I making sense no you're so I, I thought this is real interesting, like that there's going to be a lot of people on either side of it, actually, uh, just discussing this, uh, where, uh, so, all right, is it going to be, um, uh, so uh, half the people are going to be saying there's, uh, this is the slowest moving episode yet. I've seen a few comments uh, of like, this is the slowest episode yet. this was kind of boring and there were a lot of people who said i actually thought this was the fastest moving episode yet Mm -hmm. and i actually go into the second boat uh so first off i think you're right like that's a good insight of you you have to like you can't mess around you have to establish these things like so i know a lot of this stuff because i know the lore Mm -hmm. and i understand it like that's that's ingrained in me but a lot of these like you you started off you're like i don't know anything about anything and 
that you really have to spell it out for you to get it. Like I, I'm like, come on, let's keep moving that, moving it. And they're like, we're Numenorians. We don't like elves. I'm like, yes, I know. I, I, <laughs> I pre knew that. Right. You know? Where, so like, uh, exactly that. Like you knew that I didn't know that. I mean, I did know that because you've told me, but like, even watching other it. things though yeah but even watch and yeah exactly like other things that have happened in the show and you watch it and you're like okay they're establishing this but even mm-hmm. for me it felt like i was like okay we've established this now let's move on yep. so sure um but other than that honestly uh i thought um elrond's storyline with with duran was fine i didn't find that slow at all I didn't find Theo's storyline slow at all. So I don't really necessarily agree with it being the slowest moving episode. Um, oh, so, so, go, cool. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm interrupting sorry. you. No, 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 go I, ahead. I want to, I'd like, that things to say, but I want to. <laughs> no, go ahead. I've talked. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so yeah, I, here's the thing. They spent three episodes establishing all the things. They're like, okay elves sauron uh you know uh, numenor all these things this is what galadriel's been doing like a million things and places all all of this stuff that they've established and finally we finally get plot movement Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's why it moved fast because before this this has all been set up Mm -hmm. like i've said it at, at after episode three too i'm like i'm just waiting for something new to happen like this is all set up and it's beautiful and i enjoy it because i'm just in the middle or i'm in the world of middle earth like it's enjoyable to me right i i am enjoying like and it's like i said it's beautiful the acting is mostly fine like the everything is cool you know nothing's but but i loved the durin and elrond part yeah i thought it was great like he he shows true friendship. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, at first I thought that he was gonna say like, "Hey, like get yourself together." Like I my dad could beat your dad up, or so you know. Right. Like my dad's better than your dad. I thought he could go there and show the arrogance of elves, but instead it was just like, "Dude, you're my good friend, and here's my advice. Like here's my heartfelt like." don't waste your time and then and then it paid off like Duran goes and talks to his dad and mm-hmm. and his dad's like basically I'll love you forever like no matter what I love you but he doesn't use that word but you know like right. it was wonderful it, I loved that part like genuinely was like one of the best parts in the show so far to me yeah I, I just thought the whole the whole thing between them was great like him following him and their whole kind of like back and forth that they had there. Um, and then even even afterwards when when the mine like collapsed when the vein collapsed or whatever. Um, the disaster occurred. Yeah. The disaster happened. The, whatever it was. The interaction that he had with Duran's wife, who I'm blanking on her name again, um, was also really good and really heartfelt. And like I thought she was going to rip into him for following him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, you realize that she's actually like, she's a little, like, you can tell that she's annoyed that he followed him, but also super grateful that she, that he followed him. Like, right. um, and I just thought it was this whole really good <laughs> interaction all around. So. And, and Elrond sees through their 
pile of crap that they fed it, the lice that they fed yeah. it. And, and he's like, watches them at like talking way across the way. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, and it's like, he's, he's puzzling it out and he's reading their lips that that it was funny that scene when you see them like talking on the bridge and then it just like pulls out and you see just how far like the whole like the whole pull out of like how big it was and everything i was like this was really well done how how they pulled that off Um, yeah that that's showing not telling that they could just say elves have really good eyesight right but but like we saw just how like yeah he was really far mm-hmm. and then he he's he's well enough not to only distinguish them which that might be hard enough especially if they're all dwarves and he's an elf and it's tough to tell the members it but it's also I guess they're pretty distinctive but um he could read their lips yeah yeah I thought and, that and presumably great. presumably in their own language mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Good point. So, yeah, I, it was just fun. I don't know. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was great. I was um, sad that we didn't see the stranger dude this episode. Mm, yeah, with the hobbits. The yeah, I was. Sides, yeah, I was hoping that maybe at the end they would like show a snippet, but they didn't, so mm. that's fine. Um, but the the Theo storyline, I was just like. The whole time I was like, you're dumb, you're dumb, you're dumb. This is a bad so, idea. Yeah. Don't do this. Because um, you, you obviously know like what, what's going on there. Um, and and that he's going to get. I, I will say for his, when he was sneaking out of the village, like trying to run from the orcs and stuff. He has that, that moment where he looks back at them and just like smirks. And yeah. as soon as he did that, I was like, you're done. <laughs> yeah yeah I thought so, that, that's so funny like that was that was such yeah. an obvious tell mm-hmm. yeah like i i was watching i was like yep i was like don't smile yeah it's exactly what i said i said don't smile mm-hmm. and then yeah he got grabbed um but though i will say i predicted that erondir was gonna pull him out of that village anyways oh did you yeah i was pretty sure okay so when so. when uh evil elf dude um sent him away yeah, Daddy Elf. Daddy Elf. Papa, Papa Smurf. Ew. <laughs> Ew, Smurf. Let's not call him that. Ew, well, they called him they called him Father. That's I all. I know it's creepy though. Uh, well, it kind of like. Oh, go ahead. But I I don't know what it was because I I remember him being like, "I need you to you're gonna deliver a message or whatever," and then it had just been long enough of the episode that when you see the the orc like get stabbed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw him, I was like, wait, what? And then I remembered again that he had been sent to deliver a message. And I was like, okay, so he's going. Well, so it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, like, so, so they give Arandir their, his weapons back, mm-hmm. um, to go send a message. And they kind of hint that this guy might be Sauron, but I'm not buying it. The I, evil elf dude? Yeah because he's like the master of, of the orcs kind right. of like he's he's clearly like a commander he's in charge of some of them a lot of them maybe all of them in this group i um i did not get the vibe that he was sauron sauron okay well and that's that's fine i i kind of got the i felt like maybe they were like trying to hint at it mm-hmm. but I, I was like i don't think so but okay so they give him the weapons 
And then he goes out and apparently like their communication is terrible, which I mean, I'm, I'm coming from an organization who, um, you know, is, is like, <laughs> I'm bitter. I'm, I'm like quitting my, my current job and getting a new job. And, and I, so I'm like in the middle of my two weeks notice. And I'm like, yeah, these guys are just terrible at communicating, but, um, but like, yeah, that the, that might be it. But you'd think that Arondir would just have free passage to the place where you, instead of orcs trying to kill him and shooting arrows at the at the messenger, right. that their leader is sending. Right, exactly. You'd think you that know. they would know to pull back. Yeah. Hmm, that's a good point. I didn't catch that when I was watching it. it I mean, it, it's is it a deal breaker for me? It's not really. I just... Uh, it was like kind of distracting like why uh, i thought it was kind of cool to see him like catch an arrow yeah i thought that flight. was cool mm-hmm. like whether or not it's realistic it's the kind of cool thing that i'm into i'm like yeah yeah all right i just chalked it up i was like he's enough of course he can do that yeah well yeah i'm like why don't they always do that why don't they just always have a bunch of empty-handed elves in front of their lines and just catch all the arrows <laughs> and then <laughs> everything's like, fine <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah yeah i don't know um what do you Ooh, i have a theory by the way okay do you want to tell me before i ask you my question yeah oh because we're talking about theo yeah okay my question is about theo so go on this might answer think... my question <laughs> I think I think that Halbrand, the guy in, in Numenor, is Theo's dad. Oh. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. We'll just see what happens. We'll see. It's just a it's an inkling I had. But um I was gonna ask you, what do you think about Theo like in general? Because I'm kinda getting the vibe that he's a dummy. That the like that he's stupid well i don't think he's like actually stupid i just think he's making some stupid decisions he's being reckless Uh, yeah i mean so i I could i can respect his level of recklessness on it so think of uh, so everyone every day all right you're, you're in a watchtower with a bunch of just random people and there's a bunch of orcs in the area and you're not safe and like you're not there's no one who's going to reinforce you you've got you're just waiting to die right and you're like a kid you're like i I don't know how to fight really but actually i kind of do because i have this cool sword at least and it seems like this sword is pretty special so maybe i maybe i could and so he goes and he does something that's maybe a little foolish Mm -hmm. like certainly a little foolish but i mean they did get away with a lot of food but he's doing it to help people like i I find that character trait kind of good. Like, right? Sure, he he was reckless, but I think that in in a measured way that it that's the kind of reckless that's going to save people, not mm-hmm. just sitting there and waiting to die. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's that would maybe be me of just like we need to take action or we're, we're screwed. Like this this situation is untenable right now. Like, are we just going to live in this fortress forever and eat rabbits? Right. I feel like he, he, I agree with you there. I feel like he also just has this side that's very obviously deceptive and sneaky because he's got this blade hilt thing that he is clearly hiding from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you obviously know that it's not good. And it, like, I don't know. But, like, like, yeah, like, no, you, you don't, you don't see like Gandalf, like wielding a sword that drinks his blood. Right. Like, you know, you, <laughs> I feel like that's probably your first sign. And then just the whole like hiding it from everyone. I'm like, you, you know, like there is that side of your conscious conscience that's being like, this is a bad thing and you are recognizing that enough to hide it. Um, and I feel like that's going to cause a lot of issues moving forward. I mean, I, I, I don't know. There, there is some, definitely some teenagers out there who are very by the book, who don't have a ton of secrets and stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, I was certainly not one of those. I think a lot of people thought I was, but, um, you know, I, I definitely had things that I held back from everyone that, you know, like I was deceitful in certain ways that, um, you know, I'm not necessarily, I'm not that proud of right now, but I, that's, that's how I was. And I don't feel like that's who I am now, really. I, I just, um, you know, not that, not that you should just believe me for the telling of it, but uh, I, I just, I mean, I, I'm just like, be skeptical of everyone guys, but um I guess it, it, it doesn't seem like, I don't knowing myself, I, I wasn't like trying to be shit. Like there was never anything, no shade that I was just like, I don't know. Right. I, I wasn't like just planning to like kill a bunch of people or something. Like there was, there's never like anything sinister or malicious or malevolent about whatever I did. Mm-hmm. It was all, it was all like just me trying to figure things out and not necessarily deciding to follow the constraints of the rules which I mean to me it's I don't know it it seems like he's just kind of in the same space as I I was Mm -hmm. when I was a teenager not not that that's not that I would recommend that to anyone but um yeah I I don't I don't see anything sinister but like let's remember this because maybe you'll get it I told you so I also just feel like like, so he, they're in this abandoned village, so he doesn't listen to his mother, which is whatever, fine. I get that. Um, mm-hmm. Typical typical behavior. But doesn't listen, goes into this village with his buddy, who is clearly, like, scared out of his mind. Um, but anyway, so he, he's in this, like, tavern that you can tell when you walk in there has clearly been ransacked. Before you even walk in into this tavern, you can tell that this whole village has been like literally gutted. Um, right. Like you're seeing just the heads of animals, not even their bodies. It's in some point. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But right away, like bad vibes there. But then when uh-huh. he uses this like hilt blade, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. against the orc, the orc is like, where did you get that? For me, I'm like, if this thing that's trying to kill me recognizes what I have, probably a bad sign. Yeah. Probably. Well, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, probably don't want to hang on to this. Right. Well, and then he gets back to the fort and the guy's like, it's our job to wait. The Lord Sauron right. is coming. That was creepy. And yeah. Yeah, totally creepy. Like, and I was like... It, it had that angle on that guy's face. He looked so sinister in that mm-hmm. moment. I, th- I thought it was really good, a really well done. Like he was way creepier than he normally looked. Yeah. 
oh for you sure. know like just a little crazy and you're like what's he gonna do like he's the guy who cuts the throats of the guards and opens the gate for for the orcs to get in you know yeah oh like, he totally is yeah like he's 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 the most sus which makes me think maybe we should pick someone else for the most sus for that but mm. yeah like that i also think it's interesting because arondir doesn't want to deliver that message right like he didn't just go in and proclaim it yeah he's just like uh reluctant to tell um mm-hmm. what's her name theo's mom yeah uh yeah you just call her theo's mom theo's it's mom fine um tm yeah <laughs> uh but then you also have at the end like the the numenorians like the the queen regents is it they're gonna go yeah. with with galadriel to Mid- middle earth they're gonna sail there Ooh. Can, can we rewind just a little bit because there's yeah. a like so first off uh you know so galadriel goes in and she's just does her galadriel bluntness right you know and she's just like oh i'm gonna appeal to a higher power i'm gonna be abrasive and i'm not gonna be tactful i'm just going to say what i want and and she gets thrown in jail and he's like let me guess tavern brawl and i I thought that i really like her exchanges with halbrand yeah actually it it is Um, uh it's almost humanizing for her yeah well what's interesting is he's done such a good job of establishing his own credibility with her. Mm-hmm. Like she listens to him. She doesn't listen to anyone. Mm-hmm. She listens to him. And and that's like, okay. So at some point, and I expect it to be more obvious, but I just don't know where they're going with this plot. Like at some point, Sauron is supposed to <clears throat> like kind of infiltrate the Numenorians. I won't, I won't give much more than that, but like, okay. He's supposed to like advise them and get like, in a way, he's supposed to insinuate them himself into their councils. Interesting. Okay. And, and the timeline of how this all happens makes me think it, it can't be him, really. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, well, like some of the people he's talking to, it seems like maybe, maybe like I don't, I don't want to give away huge spoilers. And I don't know if they would be spoilers because it's all happened in the book, right. you know, in the books. But um, I don't know. Like, I, I really like him, though. And he's but he's established himself in her eyes already of like he's he's someone to listen to. And then I, I love that he's he, like he has to guide her through this. It's like you should know this. You're like a billion years old. But, um, you know, to, about Galadriel. He's like, okay, so find their weakness. And she's like, so we can smash them with it, right? And right. he's like, and he's like, no, dummy. Like, then you show them a solution and then you can master them. Mm-hmm. And and she's like, Ooh. it is, it is uh entertaining to see their interaction. I do agree. Yeah, and, and that but then she uses that mm-hmm. on Tarmiriel. She's like, Well, what what are you afraid of? Well, Numenor is gonna be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, well come with me and you know like here's a solution like don't just sit idly by and get destroyed like let's actually go do something let's go help help humans right you know yeah but like and so that's what i liked about this whole episode is you can see like the big bads coming especially with that creepy dude at the end with theo being like sauron's coming and then you have 
um, Gladriel and the Numenorians going because she's like the big bad is coming. Um, so you can kind of see like everything is slowly converging now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's looking really interesting. I was pretty sure the Numenor the Numenorians were not going to go with Galadriel. I thought that was going to be all right. No, no, this is cool. This is exciting. I, I want to see what happens. And I'll just say, like, the music for this episode, like, not like it, it was it was good, but at the very end, where um, where the captain, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just totally spacing his name. He's so important, but um. You know, he's 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 making his announcement and he's like who will help us and Isildur who's that's like a little minor storyline that we don't really need to discuss that much but you know Isildur is like eventually becomes he's he's the he, he's he's the eventual um his descendant is Aragorn way down the mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. um you know Isildur who's gotten booted out of the navy he like that scene where they all start volunteering and the music comes in at right, just the right time. And I was just like, yes, I was so excited. Like it, it hit my emotion like a couple times this time. The other ones, I haven't cared really that much, a little bit with the Harfoots and the, the wizard and stuff. Right. But the, the music yeah. in this episode also when um, like Theo and his mom and Aaron Deer were out of the woods in that like field and the orcs yeah. were just at the edge of it. The music there was really mm. good too. Oh, it was. And, and it was, can I just say it was beautifully shot, like how it was so green and the mm-hmm. sun came out just perfectly. And the orcs, I love that the sun is just a talisman mm-hmm. against the orcs. Like you can't, uh, you know, like the the sun goes behind a cloud, and you're like, "Oh crap!" Like we got to get out of here. Right. Exactly. You know? Like we're suddenly in danger. Like I I love that element too. Like there's so many really well done things in this show, and I obviously really want to like it, but I'm also not the person who's just gonna like it no matter what. Right. So, I I've this episode though. There were a few times I was just like more of this please more of mm-hmm. this this is good mm-hmm. i'm excited for it because i feel like now like like you said we had plot movement um so i feel like we got a ton of background info i feel like i understand why everyone is doing what they're doing mm-hmm. um minus theo but <laughs> sure i've um, never been a teenage boy sure clear <laughs> true 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 um but now we've got like the plot movement happening that I'm like, okay, I feel like it's going to get really good. My only question is I'm like, who is this elf, this evil elf dude that's like running around with the orcs? And how did you get there? What right. happened? I don't, I don't who know. hurt you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like point on the doll where he touched you. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I just have so many questions for him specifically. He kind of looks like um, if someone like poured acid on loki and then just like made him live in a gutter you gotta okay i could see that a little bit that's made him live in a gutter is oddly specific (laughs) 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 um oh can i I, so i did a little research Mm -hmm. on um Okay, on the Blue Wizards. Okay. This is kind of a weird tangent, but okay. So, you know, the Nori and yeah. the weird, the stranger uh, storyline. Okay, so I was doing a little research on it. And um, 
Okay, so there are, there are five wizards. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you know who the, I'm just curious if like how much, how much, and most of it's third age stuff for, from the movies, basically. I know Gandalf and Sauron. Saruman? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, then if you watch the Hobbit movies, there's Radagast the Brown. I don't remember him. Okay. He's a brown wizard who deals mostly with animals. He doesn't really care about people. He cares about animals. Okay. Um, so the other two are blue wizards and they're barely mentioned anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I watched a few videos and read a couple things and like there's, there's not much, but I mean, obviously they, they always talk about the five wizards you know and so there's um it makes me the reason i'm mentioning this is it will become clear soon enough like it's relevant um to the overall plot to the stranger plot specifically um okay so at at one point in the middle of the third age so that this is we're in the second age watching the show the third age that's when or toward the beginning of it that's when the wizards were all sent in by the Valar to help people fight Sauron. Like that's okay. kind of like the reinforcements. We're like, all right, you have five wizards, go. And um, and then really the only two wizards, well, the three wizards that enter into the storyline are Gandalf, Saruman, and Radagast. Okay. And the, the blue wizards are just totally, and so at the early part of when Tolkien was telling his stories, he was like, I don't know what happened to the blue wizards. They probably just went off as envoys and they probably failed. Okay. And that was basically it. But then in the later part of his career, he actually wrote a few things that referenced them a little bit. And they actually, instead of coming into Middle Earth in the middle of the third age, mm-hmm. they, he, they actually appear in the middle of the second age, like thousands of years before the other wizards show up. Oh. And then they go and... Um, they're trying to find Sauron. They're kind of doing what Galadriel was doing in a way. Like they're trying to find him mm-hmm. um, and they never succeed. But then they eventually go to the east and like, you know, the Haradrim, like the big war elephant guys um, mm-hmm. it, the, in the Battle of Minas Tirith in, in the third movie, um, the, the Haradrim, they're all like, they're, they're like, it's, essentially they were kind of like resistance fighters and kind of like led a resistance in that land to keep all of the, like to keep a huge army mm-hmm. from moving in support of Sauron during the second age. Oh, okay. So, so like there's this big group of people who are ready to serve at the, you know, like at Sauron's behest and they go in and, and are able to run enough resistance that there's, he doesn't get much help from that quarter. Okay. Got it. Like there's enough of them that could turn the tide. Right. So it's the two wizards, the two blue wizards that do that. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're like relevant and yet there's no like story that talks about them, but they were in the second age in the lore mm-hmm. and they're kind of just sent mysteriously to middle earth. This could be oh. one of them. Oh, okay. Which would explain why he's like all confused and yeah. Yeah. Okay. That would so, that uh, would be interesting. I, I I don't know. I don't know what what like. It seems uh, it seems unlike Gandalf's nature to even kill fireflies, frankly. Right. At least on purpose. Like maybe he could do it by accident, sure. But like, but like a blue wizard who's maybe a little more morally ambiguous mm-hmm. or something. Like. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So. 
I definitely, I, know, like, I definitely think he's a wizard. Seems like, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, yeah, I feel like they've hinted at that, and he seems like he would be, but I like that. Yeah. I like that idea, because then it would tie in a little bit to some of what was written, and it, yeah. it's also a little bit of a plot twist for anyone who's watching that you're just going to assume it's probably Gandalf. I mean, and part of me, I mean, I love Gandalf, so part of me is like, it could be, I, I could deal with Gandalf here. Right. You know, I'd be fine with that, probably. <laughs> You'd be okay with it. Yeah, but anyways, I just, I thought it was relevant, especially so moving into the next week when we are going to get some more of that, maybe we could look at it through the lens of, could it be maybe one of those guys? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I like that. Hmm. So just that, uh, Okay, so compared, I ask you to do this sometimes, and it's never really that effective. But I, I, I think that this is this is good. Um, in in this case, uh, how did you like this episode versus the other three? I think I like this one more. Not initially, not when it first started, but then once it really started to like get going, and you realized that there was going to be <clears throat> actual like, um plot development happening i was like okay this is this is gonna be good good mm-hmm. yeah i think this this was this was my favorite so far yeah i think like the first two i was like you're setting the groundwork fine i will follow along and then last week's um i was like okay we are starting to get somewhere mm-hmm. maybe and then i think this was the one that was like it's it's go time things are happening Mm-hmm. so i'm i'm actually like when it finished i was like oh i want to i actually so for the first three episodes i never even watched they have like a little snippet at the end of the episode of like the next oh like preview. the preview yeah. i never even watched it i was just like okay it's mm-hmm. done and like that was it and this one i was like oh there's a little preview and i was like all excited to see mm, what could cool. be next so there you go all right all right um yeah, and uh, there was no uh, there's no sex in this one, so that's um... <laughs> <laughs> right. N- nothing gratuitous. Maybe maybe the right. actual actually the the animals being all slaughtered and stuff was kind of, but you know what? Some of the violence so far, I've been like that that wasn't necessary. Like seeing bones snapping and stuff. I don't right. I don't love that. I'm like. I'm like I want to watch some. I want to watch this with my kids, and I I literally have to fast forward something every episode, right, to go through it. Yeah, I'm like, and they're like, but but those are the best parts, and, and they are for for my for two little boys who just want to see people bludgeoning each other, you know? Right. Like, I, and it's like the orc appears in the house, and I'm like, I I have to stop them from seeing her like hack some creature's bloody head off. Like that's just. Not a thing I'm ready for my four-year-old especially to see. Yeah, you know that's and that because fair because he'll go he'll go to someone's house and he'll be like <laughs> I'm gonna cut your cat's head off right now and he won't mean it but they'll be like that's disturbing and I'm like yeah it is that wasn't okay you know so like, that's probably the most valid reason right there uh, yeah I don't blame you yeah so anyways that. That's neither here nor there. Um, but but yeah, so far this hasn't been that gratuitous either. And mm-hmm. no, it's actually been it's been pretty good. 
So let me ask you this, because, okay, there, there's all this opposition out there. Mm-hmm. Um, all these people who are like, this is terrible, and it's all political in nature. Like, they're trying, and the, a ton of these YouTube things, they get a ton of views, and and then the people go and downvote it and say that it's the worst movie, or the worst show ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's all political and stuff. I'm curious to know, have you noticed, because I know you pay attention to this sometimes, and I definitely do, like, have you seen anything that's overtly political in nature? Like, have they, are they overly representing the left side, the right side in politics? I'm not, and I don't want to get into whether that stuff's okay or what, I'm just curious, have you noticed modern day politics and values, well, within the political realm, mostly, um, you know, that's relevant to that currently? Have you noticed that in this show so far? I, I'm just curious if you've seen any of that. No. Like nothing that's like just obviously. Yeah, or like you know, like you know. like in not not that we're going to talk about She-Hulk, but She-Hulk makes these little social commentary jokes, right. and it's very I want I don't want to say very obvious, but when you catch them, you're like, oh, that's that's funny. Um, sure, you're like, oh, that's a leftist ideal or right. something like that. Um, like, okay. And I haven't not I haven't noticed any of that. Yeah, me either. Like, there's nothing obvious to me. Like, you no. could maybe make an argument and craft it if you really tried hard, but so far. But you could do that with any show. Right, right. Well, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. you you could if you if you want to make a straw man of it. Sure, that, mm-hmm. that's fine. But mm-hmm. I I just I was curious because I just haven't seen that, and I'm wondering mm-hmm. if this op- this political opposition is like. I'm wondering if it's what's going to happen with it. I, I have no idea, but I just know that, that, you know, they're like Jeff Bezos panics about terrible ratings right. and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I wonder what the, how much this is affecting their bottom line. If, you know, because mm-hmm. honestly, the people who have any credibility with me who are on to be reasonable and stuff, I'm like, they're all saying, you know, like, neutral to good things about it like nothing like overtly right. awful right so yeah no i haven't noticed anything like that just curious yeah all right um anything else from ring show no i don't think so i think we're on a good upward momentum let's keep going yeah well yeah like if this is the best episode of the whole season i will be extremely disappointed with this show like it it needs to have some good payoff like we've put in the work now Mm -hmm. and we've started to see glimmers of some maybe some good payoff but it's it's not there yet Mm -hmm. it isn't there yet Mm -hmm. like i agree with you uh, so one thing i i will say i guess just as a as a finale thing like so in terms of lore they're bending some rules and that's fine like i i am okay with them for the adaptation that's for me i'm okay with that however there are going to be some very big moments, some extremely big, that that they could change a few things here and there, even about some of those big moments. And I think I would be fine as long as it was like within keeping of the spirit of the show and stuff. Like they did a really good job with Peter Jackson's adaptations. Mm-hmm. You know, I love those movies so much, but I mean, there was some pretty huge differences. I think they did a great job. So good, cool. Like. A plus shows like a plus movies in my opinion, but they need to do this. They they need to have those big moments that they need to do them justice. Right. I guess like and I I can't 
I know I say that and then I'm like, I don't know how, like you can break some of the rules still, like you don't have to have it verbatim, but to me, like they've set everything up and we're, we are on the right track. They're pointed in the right track. There are some good chills, like, Ooh, I kind of almost teared up their moment, like good emotion, mm-hmm. but it's all going to be for naught if they're just like, Oh, well, let's, let's just ignore this big moment and make our own weird big moment that wasn't necessary. Right. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, listening to their interviews and stuff, it does seem like they really want to honor the text, like the eight, the old, the Tolkien stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm kind of, I have faith that they're going to try. I hope they pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't comment on it because I haven't read it. So, but it seems like it's got the same vibe from the Lord of the Rings movies, which I know were very highly praised. So. Mm-hmm. hopefully they just kind of keep keep going with that yeah yeah so yeah we'll see what happens next week we will indeed and i think uh andor starts next week yeah let's see that's on wednesday i think so man so i don't know oh we're gonna <laughs> be swamped next week yeah i mean Wednesday is my last day of work, and then I take two days off, <laughs> so I, I could I could just watch Andor that night. So even after my live streams, yeah, fair. Anyways, um, yeah, so we'll cover Andor. I mean, gosh, and I think Andor is gonna have to take the centerpiece on that one. There's gonna be three episodes. Yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. Oof. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it is. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, so Andor uh, Dragon Show will hit its fifth episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fifth so we'll be point. halfway done with that. We're already halfway done with Ring Show because I think it's only eight right. episodes. Uh, She-Hulk was number five this time. So if we if we do cover it next time, it'll be six, five and six out of nine. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to get to like the the pinnacle, the the, you know. Yeah, we're getting there. Everything's going to start wrapping up and then more things will come and it'll be great that'll be great yeah so guys join our discord server uh, it's in all that's in all the the links and stuff <laughs> love to hear your discussion on it i would love to hear what you think about the little end cap things on the uh, game of thrones yeah and if you're in canada and you're watching them tell me where you're watching them because i don't know where they mm. live good yeah mm-hmm. all right cool that's it It's over.